The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Class Action is a production of iHeartRadio and Sound Argument. All right, where are we going? So we are heading over to the courtroom. The only way to get through it is through this pestle door with a special key. And you have to go kind of through Mosquito Alley to get there. But it doesn't matter because we're going to get there. Justice prevails. Coach A.J. Bolito de Luna is preparing the mock courtroom on campus for today's exam. I don't remember which key it is. Not that one. Oh, that's weird. It does look like they did something to the lock. Well, that is clearly a problem. Just to relax, take a deep breath. All right. Plan B. Find the key. <laughs> so apparently at some point someone decided to change the lock to the back door of the courtroom and nobody has a key. So I want to give the kids the courtroom experience. They've earned it. I want them to have the majesty of the court. The judge sitting perched on her chair and the witness in the box and the jury in the room. I, I want to give them that. I think they've earned it. Today is the final day of boot camp for the second year law students trying out for the St. Mary's University mock trial team. By 8 a.m., students are climbing out of their trucks and family cars. They're dressed for action. Hair is cut, nails are done. It's 100 degrees outside and even hotter inside the black and gray suits of the law courts. This is Class Action. I'm Katie Fang. In just an hour or so, these students will speak for the very first time in a courtroom. They're going to address the judge, 
conduct a cross-examination, refresh a witness, enter evidence. But for now, they pace. They mutter their lines. They look up to the heavens. I pray and I ask the Lord to help me bring back the remembrance of things that I've studied. Episode two, breathe, think, relax. That's what I ask him to do. Because you can't ask him to bring stuff that you never studied because it's not going to drop out the sky. I mean, we're going to find out today whether or not we push them too hard and too far. Did I do too much with them? That's that's on me, right? So they're in their final exam. I'm in my final exam. Did I push them too hard? Are they going to be able to do all the things that we tried to instill in them for this year? Good afternoon. How are you doing today? Don't ask how they're doing. No one wants to be in court. So just good morning or good afternoon. Yeah, good looking out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, quick question. Would you do that with your own witness? Uh, I never ask how someone's doing. Nope. Just Look, the imposter syndrome is alive and well in this group, isn't it? We've seen it all week long that they're continually second-guessing themselves, and it's inherent in our profession to begin with. Do I belong? Should I be here? Should I be on this team? Is it right for me? I think for me it's pro- kind of projecting my voice more. But I think once I'm in there, I'll be, I'll be okay with that. I drew a blank yesterday when we were practicing, so I just hope it doesn't happen today. None of them have done this before. This is the first week. It's the culmination of the first week. Nerves are going to get to a bunch of them. So some of them who you thought were going to do great are going to fall flat on their face. Some people who had struggled um, had a light bulb go off last night and are going to do fantastic. Everyone else is going to be in the middle. Bobby C, on that credit card, your name is listed as Bobby C. Yeah, Cole Davila is a third-year law student trying out for the first time. He's a serious young man. He wants to be a JAG lawyer for the Air Force. Cole has a certain kind of earnestness that comes across in a good way. He competed on the moot court team last year, arguing case law only, but now he hopes to find a new home with the trial team. Um, so just kind of, it's something you got to suck up and go through. You know, nothing's easy. So do your, do your duty to your team and go forward. Just sort of knowing it's, it's something I have to get done to, you know, not only get a grade, but cement myself as part of the team and show everybody what I'm capable of doing. Unfortunately, I've had the equivalent of about 15 hours of classes plus some work on the side as well all summer, so I haven't really had a break. Very busy. Uh, aside from, any questions? Aside yeah. from objections, yeah. if we miss any question or if we forget to approach opposing counsel or something, are you guys going to say no, like how when we were practicing? Oh, you probably get called out for it. Okay. Right? Counsel will probably say, Your Honor, I haven't seen that document. Okay. Right? Okay, so um, Just stop and think. Breathe, stop and think. Right? Breathe, stop and think. Yeah, no, I'll, I will definitely be tough on them. You'll see, I mean, I won't be smiling. I won't, you know, that, that isn't going to happen. I mean, it's going to be very, very serious. And see how they react to that. That's part of it as well. But at the end, you're also going to see that fatherly love of telling them they belong. You know, sometimes uh, 
going into a nerve-wracking situation, I'll listen to music. Obviously, right now, it's been a little difficult to do that. I'm a big Andrea Bocelli fan, uh, so I like to go to, to any one of his songs, you know, uh, to kind of calm me down and relax me in the event that it's not available to. I also pray, um, and so that helps calm me down a lot, too. So I will usually um, recite a Hail Mary or two. Okay. Got this. Look at me, a dean with real students. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Congratulations! I'm so excited. You guys look so professional. You're ready, right? Will you take a picture with them? Oh wait, you want to get in the middle? No. Oh wait, wait, wait. You want to stay in the middle? Like, you can stand up. Stand straight. I don't know what to do. Say objection, right? <laughs> Thank you. I am Patricia Roberts. I am the Dean and Charles E. Cantu Distinguished Professor of Law at St. Mary's University School of Law. At St. Mary's, because our advocacy program is so successful, it plays a very significant role in the law school in that the students who take part in it uh, devote tremendous time to it. But it is a marvelous complement to what they're learning in the classroom and what they're learning from the written advocacy portion of their legal education curriculum. We attract people who are drawn to providing justice, to increasing access to justice, and we're also increasing access to the profession for underrepresented individuals. We're a Hispanic-serving institution. A majority of our students are of Hispanic or Latina descent. We also have a tremendous population of first-generation students. We are proud to be breaking ground in many of the graduates we have in their families and in their communities in providing additional access to the profession to those who will then pay it forward to those they represent. Breathe, think, relax. We have been together all week. None of us fight. We don't scream. We might be stern, but we don't scream, right? You're going to mess up. I promise you, you're going to make a mistake. It's what you do when you make that mistake. Do you stop, breathe, think, and then speak? Or do you give up? None of you will give up. None of you will. You will make a mistake. Relax, breathe, think, speak. You're going to try to get a piece of evidence in. If you don't get it in right, you know what's going to happen? It's going to be an objection. Improper foundation. What does that tell you? You didn't follow the steps right. You're going to keep going. We're not going to lie. We're not going to hide the ball. We're not going to say, oh my God, you're wonderful. We're not going to do that, right? Our job is to correct you constantly to make sure that we get it right. And when you get it right, we're going to get it better. And when you get it better, we're going to get it more better. <laughs> That's my Marine Corps talking there, right? Um, have fun with this. Have fun with this. It's a great day. It's graduation day, right? <laughs> it's graduation from boot camp day. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, this is still practice. Um, 
you want to do well because it's affirming all the work that you've put in all week. But at the same time, for many of us, all of us really, this is the first time we've ever done this. And so I've put in the work all week long. I'm confident in my ability to at least go out there. And so that's that's just what I'm hoping is going to carry me through this. I There are surprises in there. So it's really just the, I keep telling myself like, the whole keep calm carry on because if I don't then you know just might just might crumble ready yeah all right thank you um, three else three else can oh. I see the three else yeah, oh my god you can see their faces right they're nervous oh my god they're so nervous get them to calm down yeah remember People that go through first have it easier than the people that go last. Yeah. Check them. Make sure that they look right and say something. You look great. And then send them out. Encourage them. We want them to succeed, right? You ready? Oh, okay. My words of advice is just stay calm, breathe, think things through. You know that you'll get a passing grade as long as you repeat, refresh, and repeat the evidence. So just breathe, be yourself. Okay. You're here for a reason. Okay, can you state your name? My name is Karen Crawford. Okay, and you may begin your cross whenever you're ready. Good afternoon. Hi. Today, on direct testimony, you testified that you could recognize the suspect that robbed you. That guy right over there robbed me and Veronica J of our stuff. I was very afraid. And you're sure about that? There's no doubt in my mind. Just as clear as it was that night. Your Honor, may I approach the witness? You may. This has just been marked. Defense Exhibit 1 for identification purposes. I am going to read the fifth row, and you can just listen and look at it silently. This has not been admitted in the evidence. You can't read that. I'm sorry. Okay. Earlier, we reviewed this document together, and you read your name on the bottom. Bobby C. Bobby C. That's my name. The document from the government says your name is not Bobby C. It says it's an alias. You are not truthful when conducting business with the police. I was very truthful. My name is Bobby C. Immediately after that incident, I had my name officially changed. Bobby C. is my correct name as of August 15th, 2018. In a court of law, we can only go by the evidence that's admitted and the record. So I'll stick with the evidence that's admitted. On the government document, okay, Bobby I'm gonna, I'm gonna C stop is you. an alias. I'm gonna stop you. Okay. You're on a fishing expedition to nowhere. Oh, okay. Enter okay. the evidence. Okay. This is something that you are going to have to understand. We are going to help you to stay away from things that are called rabbit holes. Okay. I take it you know what a rabbit hole looks like? Yes, you can never get out. And, and what's in the bottom of there? Nothing. Poop. <laughs> right? 
Rabbits live in their rabbit hole and they poop. When you go down to the rabbit hole, you're going down to a barrel of poop. You, you keep trying to do it a different way. And, and that's going to just put you behind. I need you to trust me. So as much as work, and I could tell how much work you put into this, thank you for the effort. But you didn't do what I asked you to do. Okay. Over the next eight hours, a line of nervous law students walked down Mosquito Alley to court, only to run into a buzzsaw in the witness chair. Relax for a second. Take a deep breath. Your questions are imperfect. It allows me to run around on you. You know what you want to do, and you want me to do it, but you didn't ask your questions that way. You took too many leaps in between. One other thing I want to cover with you. You're standing in the wrong place. There's a juror way over there. There's a juror there and there and there and there, and all of them had your back to them. Mm. Don't turn your back to the jury ever again. That's the last time you're going to do that. Definitely. It is, in some cultures, the most disrespectful thing you can do, right? I agree, yep. You can, I don't know why you're crying, because you did great, <laughs> by I the way. I think it was like the final, like... <laughs> oh, the relief, right? <laughs> yeah. My feet hurt. It's hot. And then I have one other. In this comment, you're going to hate. You can't stand like that anymore. I know, my shoe's broken. I don't care. I know. That stuff happens. You cannot cross your legs like that. You are sending a message to the jury that everything you're saying is not worth listening to. You cannot do that. You have a broken shoe, fight through it. You have a bunion, fight through it. You were fighting through the other stuff, but your nonverbal was saying, don't listen to me. Does that make sense? It does, yes. So I'm going to caution you about overacting. So there was a little over the top. I think that's, that's, that's the nervousness. And when you're as smart as you are, when you pay attention to detail like you do, you don't have to act as much as I do. You were testifying through your actions and your words, the phrasing of those little statements that were coming out, and, to, and go along with the body movement, what you were saying was, I'm a liar. Like, yeah, no one believes you. Shut up, liar. Today I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. 
At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Jared Hall. A statement means an oral assertion, written assertion, or any other nonverbal conduct if you intend an assertion. He was called out by AJ for talking like a farmer during the early days of boot camp. A team member said Jared's voice reminded him of cornbread. I have no idea what you just said. Everything that you just said is like over my head. I'm not a lawyer. Let's take a step back. Okay. Mr. C, you called 911 on August 19, 2019? I did. And you gave 911 statements as part of you calling them? No, I'm not going to call that statements. I made a phone call. They asked me some questions, I answered them. Mr. C, this is a copy of your 911 call. Okay. Please read silently as I read aloud line 13 and 14. All right. 911 operator, what did they take? Collar, my wallet, my friend's purse. They have all our credit cards and cash. They also have her phone. Okay, isn't that what I said? Mr. C, did I read that correctly? You're a good reader, sir. No further questions, Your Honor. Mm. The more I piss you off, the better you get. Now you're going on some fishing. Look, you're you're on such a fishing expedition. I drew a fishing rod with a reel. (laughs) As soon as we fix your fishing expeditions, you're going to be all right, man. I did everything I could to just screw you up. And I screwed you up a little bit, but not that much. That impeachment, when you didn't ask that one more question, when you walked away with the police report, you got what you needed. So that was perfect. What was the problem? With the police report? Mm Mm-mm. You kept trying to impeach me on your your guy doing it, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yes, So what did I keep doing? Uh, kept giving me a hard time about it. And I also appreciate that um, you tried to change your presence in the room. Now, we still got a little bit of that, you know, thing going on. But I'm okay with it. Don't kill yourself when you're doing good. Make sense? Yes, sir. All right, good job. Sounds good. Thank you.
And is this done in a group setting, AJ? Is this the entire group together? It's an open, constructively critical situation? It is, Katie, and it has to be. And the reason why is that a lesson for one is a lesson for all. If I have to teach this, if I have to go through that with every single person, I don't want everybody crying. I don't want anybody crying. There's no crying in trial, Ad. Is that what you're saying? Crying in trial, team. Come on. Can you imagine when the judge admonishes you in a court and you start crying? I've been admonished by judges. I'm sure you've been admonished by judges. There, I don't think there's a lawyer alive who isn't admonished by a judge at some point in their career. The last thing you can start doing is crying, so you might as well get admonished right now so that you get used to being admonished when you do something that you shouldn't be doing. Hello. Turn in your stuff to AJ. Please state your name. Vanessa Skillman. Okay, and you may begin cross whenever you're ready. Mr. Shee, I am showing you what has been previously marked as Defense Exhibit 1 for identification purposes. Mm-hmm. Do you recognize this exhibit? Mm-hmm. This is your credit card. Mm-hmm. You're able to identify this as your credit card because of your name on the bottom left. Mm-hmm. This credit card is the same or substantially similar to the last time you saw this credit card. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. From the police report, Mm -hmm. from what was stated on the evidence collected. From the one officer. Yes, sir. Right. The only item that was obtained was a credit card. Two credit cards. Two credit cards. Right. No further questions. All right, stop. I need you to pass. You didn't enter the evidence. Oh, my God. Stay in character. Okay. You've done great. Go through the process of entering in a piece of evidence. Okay. Your Honor, may I approach the clerk? You may. (laughs) Hey, let's go. Um, I would like to have this preliminary marked as Defense Exhibit 1 for identification purposes. Your Honor, I request that the evidence previously marked as Defense Exhibit 1 for identification purposes, be entered into evidence as Defense Exhibit 1. Any objections? No, sir. It is so admitted. Your Honor, may I publish to the jury? You may. (laughs) Hey, Vanessa, I learned something about you today. I'm so stressed. (laughs) I learned something about you today that I didn't know. What? You've been perfect all week. I know. So I was always going to be difficult with you. I wanted to see how far I could push you. You are so focused on just getting done that you're not listening. In the first half, I had said to a bunch of questions, Mm -hmm. what's on the record? Nothing. Then on the second half, I said, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I even told Karen. To about five <laughs> questions. It was four or five, I don't remember. I even told Karen, I was like, he's going to say, mm-hmm, and I need to go, is that a yes? And didn't and do the, it. So the record's not clear there, right? <laughs> Listen, Vanessa, I think it's clear that every single coach and every single 3L sees a potential superstar in you. If you don't stop and listen, and if you don't believe that you need help to get great, We'll never get there with you. You need to hear us, do what we ask, pay attention to what you're doing when you're doing it. When you go to the Army? Air Force. Air Force. (laughs) 
<laughs> forgive me. I'm paying attention to what you're saying forgive now. Forgive me. <laughs> you will one day go back and remember this statement that I just gave to you. It's going to serve you well. And the fact that you cried tells me that you care. Normally, I would say, like, generally, my rule in life is, like, you don't practice until you get it perfect. You practice until you don't get it wrong. Andy Vizcarra is a third-year law student and the trial team captain. So you can do it in your sleep. But at the, I think at the stage that they're at, yes, you can overpractice Because then they're just thinking about what's the next step and making sure they don't miss the next step, and they're not listening to the witness. Um, and that's a mistake we all made when we started training for this. Because you're just, you're, you're doing you, your own show, which is fine, but if you're not listening to the witness, it's, it's never going to work. You, you practice until you can't get it wrong, until it's impossible. But yeah, at their stage, there's definitely over-practicing. Like, confidence is everything. After a long wait, which incidentally gave her enough time to drive home and walk her dog, Genesis Salinas is a bundle of nerves. I'm a Pisces, and we cry a lot. We're very emotional. I've, I've cried so many times about this trial. I mean, it's just like, it gets really nerve-wracking. It's, it's okay, though. I'm excited, but I'm, oh, like, overthinking everything that they could bring up that I don't feel prepared for. And honestly, like, you probably going, taking your dogs out was, like, a great mental break to kind yes. of step away. And because people have been here all day, like, overthinking and replaying and replaying. Yes. So that you had that time to get some air, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're gonna tell me where to stand and everything? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. Okay, thanks, guys. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so do you have the documents that you need to hand to your agent? Um, can't really tell you what to expect other than be calm, be confident, you know the packet, breathe, if something unexpected comes up, take a minute and think on your feet. Um, Andy's also your court reporter. Okay. You're gonna stand where you feel comfortable, but you should, you should be closer to your witness. Whenever you're ready, state your name. Okay. I am Genesis Salinas. Okay, and you may begin your cross whenever you're ready. Mr. C. On August 15th, 2019, you went out for drinks. I can't remember if it was the 15th. It might have been the 30th. I don't remember. I was drinking. <laughs> Would seeing a copy of the 911 transcript help refresh your memory? If it has a date on it, it probably would. I am showing opposing counsel. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am showing opposing counsel the 911 transcript. Your Honor, may I approach the witness? You may. I am handing the witness the 911 transcript, specifically referencing the very top header. Mm -hmm. Please look over the document carefully mm -hmm. and look up at me when your memory's been refreshed. Mm -hmm. I am handing the witness Defense Exhibit 1 for identification purposes. You recognize this document? No. I just handed you the City of San Antonio rap sheet report. Your Honor, I'm a little, I don't know why she's here. I'm a little freaked out. Okay. Did you look at the rap sheet? 
What, I'm sorry, what do you want me to do? If you could please look, <laughs> if you could please look at the rap sheet. Okay. You recognize this sheet? No, I've never seen this before in my life. I'm retrieving the document from the witness. Mr. C. Yes, ma'am. This credit card was retrieved from the defendants. Um, I'm assuming that's true. You have to ask Officer Santalopo. This is your credit card? It is my credit card. No further questions, Your Honor. I think right about now, the people that went first are like thinking, boy, I'm glad I went first <laughs> and not and not last, um, because we will continually make it harder and harder for you. So you try to get me, you try to impeach me on a rap sheet that has somebody else's name on it. That goes back to yesterday with me saying, don't do the hard stuff. Okay. <laughs> You're not ready yet. I thought it would be admissible under 609. I told you not to do 609. I know. I just we specifically it. said that. It's okay, I had the credit card backup plan. I practiced both. You did have the credit card backup <laughs> plan, and I want to really applaud you for that. I didn't like the laughing. I'm sorry. Right, because it's out of the moment, mm -hmm. okay? I was doing stuff to take you out of the moment, but I wanted you to stay in the moment. If you want to be able to compete and then go be a good trial lawyer, we're going to need to get rid of that, right? You got to think that every single time you're directing or crossing or it's opening real. or closing, it's real. Let's be serious. However, having said that, you have an incredible presence. Thank you. Genesis, I think, I, I think all week long everyone's been saying the same thing, that your presence is pretty amazing. So let's just work on that little thing so that, you're, so that you can keep the room exactly where you want them, okay. which is eating out of the palm of your hand because of your presence. Okay? Everyone said we cry from stress. It's not stress. Not everyone cried. Not everyone cried. We caught up with Genesis later. So I did feel prepared going in. I did know what I was doing, but I didn't feel as confident as I did going in that Monday. By Friday, I was trying to stay afloat. I was trying to, you know, get everything out. And I did do everything correctly, except that I was laughing. I was very nervous. I wasn't as, you know, confident and as assertive as I should have been. And I think that's just because I was overwhelmed and I did start crying. <laughs> AJ told me I needed to be more assertive. And I think that's one thing I struggled with. I wasn't being the advocate that I needed to be for Professor AJ or for our coaches. Um, so I didn't realize that I was, I guess, not meeting the expectations that they had wanted because I wasn't being assertive. So I don't know if maybe they thought, oh, you know, she doesn't have what it takes. She, she doesn't get angry. And I know that I have what it takes. I just wasn't showing it. Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details.
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, all right. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. Yes, Your Honor. Order. Can you state your name, please? My name is Cole Davila, Your Honor. Okay, and when you're ready to begin your cross, you may begin. Thanks, Your Honor. Bobby C., on the night of August 15th, you went out with a friend. I met a friend. You met a friend? And that friend was Veronica J.? She's just a friend. There's nothing going on. We're just friends. And you two went out to a bar that night. Did you recall making a 911 call that night? I definitely did when your guy robbed me. Would seeing a transcript of that 911 call refresh your memory? Maybe not. No. May I approach the witness, Your Honor? You may. If you can read that, and once you're done refreshing your memory, can you look back at me? You two were robbed. We were, by that guy over there. And these two individuals, when they robbed you, they brandished a gun. I'm sorry, say that again? The two individuals who robbed you, one of them brandished a gun. Oh, they both had guns. Both had guns? Yes, sir. Is your testimony today that both the individuals had guns? Yes. May I approach the witness, Your Honor? Bobby, see, this is a transcript of your 911 call from the night of August 15th. I direct your attention to line number 10. Right. If you can read along silently as I read aloud. No. They pointed a gun, took our stuff, and ran away. Did I read that correctly? You did. So they pointed a gun at you that night. They pointed a gun. Each one of them had a gun. They, them, two people, had a gun each each of them pointed a gun at me and Veronica. Now, Bobby Two C. guns. They. Bobby C. Gun. If I may continue, when you saw them, you weren't able to get a good look at either of them. That's a fair statement. They it did have happened. a gun in our face. It all happened so fast. It was really quick. 
Now, on direct examination, you said that you got a good look at one of their faces. You never saw the police report? No. Now, at the gas station, you saw the police officers arrest two individuals. Uh, yeah, I think that's right, yeah. And at that moment of the arrest, you did not identify either of the defendants as the man arrested. I did not. And for the questions, Your Honor. Mariela Encinas was the first to arrive this morning. Deep breath. I can open my binder and have things out. In fact, she was the first to arrive every morning during the week, quietly taking copious notes and working with the three L's on her trial strategy. So yeah, all eyes are on you, but they're all eyes on you because you're the boss, right? Yeah, you're the boss. Mariela's goal is to become a prosecutor, to try cases in a special victims unit. Okay. Uh, please state your name. Mariela Encinas. Okay, and as soon as you're ready, you may begin your cross. Thank you. Good afternoon, Mr. C. Hey. On August 15th of 2019, you were at Barbaro Restaurant. I was at a restaurant. It was named after a horse, but I can't remember if Barbaro is a horse or not. I don't know. I don't remember. If I show you a copy of your 911 call transcript, would you be able to maybe refresh your memory with that? If it's in there, yeah, I think it might. And on that night, uh, after you were getting some uh, dinner and a drink with your friend Veronica, you decided the best decision was probably to walk her home. I didn't want her to walk home. Oh, I'm sorry. Relevance? What is relevance? Evidence is relevant if it, A, has any tendency to make a fact more or less probable than it would be without the evidence, and B, the fact is of consequence in determining the action. How is this relevant? This is relevant because it establishes the night and his ability to recall the events of that night. Okay. So when the guns were pointed at you, it was frightening. Terrified. It was hard to focus. I thought I was going to die. All you could really focus on was that gun. I looked right down that barrel and was just waiting for the blast. So you couldn't really focus on anything other than that gun? No, I was also focused on Veronica J because I was walking her home to protect her and I couldn't against that animal. And you were held at gunpoint? Yeah. And being held at gunpoint made it difficult to be able to focus on anything but your safety. And Veronica's safety. I was there for Veronica the whole time. But it was hard to focus on anything other than that gun being held at gunpoint. Yes. No further questions, Your Honor. You, you didn't let it deter you, her, her objection. You know what you need to get in. You know that you need it. And so you're going to find a way to make it happen. So that was pretty good. I'll say that your voice is awesome. I love it. I love the way that you project it. I mean, you fill up this room. And it takes a lot to do that because you're, you're, you know, you're self-conscious about your voice when you start out. Just remember that. Keep it. 
Never let that go. Never let the way that you walk up and back and up to their up to his face and put it in. All that you're owning a courtroom. That's exactly what you have to do. I asked them to comment because I don't like gushing over first year trial team members too much. The reason why I think I'm so impressed is because I remember you from Monday, afraid to death, from the very first assignment. I would not have predicted on Monday what you did today. You had an amazing day. Thank you. Thank you. How'd it go in there? I feel it went well. Uh, it was definitely a little intimidating. I enjoyed it. There were a few hiccups, uh, definitely things that you can't really plan for. I didn't rehearse and rehearse to the point of memorization because I knew that Dean AJ was going to throw some things in there that we, we there's no way to rehearse. So to rehearse to the point of memorization really wasn't worth it for me. Having the three L's to be able to listen to me over at least enough to tell me what I'm technically doing wrong without knowing what's coming. What do you want to do? I want to work for a while prosecuting. And eventually, uh, after I spend a while prosecuting, work in appeals for wrongful conviction. The worst thing a person can do is, is knowingly put someone away the wrong way. Now, Monday, we came together and we started from scratch. I want you to think in just the little bit of time that we've been together. Where you were, who you were, and where you are right now. And I want to ask you this question, and I want you to just have this introspection. I like where I'm going. I like where I am. I look forward to the next challenge. If you say yes to all three of those, we have work to do starting on Saturday. If you didn't say yes to all three of those, you need to come see me. Because this isn't for you. We are going to work you harder than you did this week. Some of you, several of you, cried, happy, sad, tears, either today or yesterday or this week. You're going to cry more. You're going to be upset at me. You're going to be upset at yourselves. You're going to be upset at each other. You know you better than any of us. Can you take that kind of criticism? Can you be upset with your partner and still be respectful of them? If you can, we're your home. If you can't, I need you to come see me. And I want you to ask yourself if you like where you are. And if you are, then we're in a good place. The next day, the entire team gets together at a local bar in San Antonio. The two L's are burned out, but they're happy. The three L's spot the rookies a drink and pat them on the back. Welcome to the team, rookies. Okay, never mind, I'll get nachos. You can have some, you want to try Taste them, they're different. Everyone is anxious to find out who's going to be assigned to the upcoming trial competitions that are being held around the country. It was 
the hardest thing I've ever done. He was being extra. We'll put it that way. He was being extra as the witness. It was a lot. I cried, but it was like a good cry. And about two minutes before I went in the courtroom, my high heel broke and he had to walk back and forth in the courtroom. And it was dreadful every single time. Next time I'll go barefoot or super glue. The three L's prepared us. The three L's helped us. We probably would not have been as confident if we didn't have them like right before. Like, you got this, like it's fine. I think we're a solid group. Um, I'm really excited to work with the, my fellow two L's, um, but I think just combine us with the three L's and the support that they've shown us and, and we're gonna be solid. Woo. Yesterday was a lot. I didn't cry in the room. I was crying before I got in the room. I was reflecting. Like I was raised by my, my grandparents and they didn't go past third grade. You know, they were born in the South, raised in the South. They didn't even go past elementary school. And I'm standing in a law school and people are saying that you should be on a trial team. I felt like a weight of, you gotta do your best. You gotta, I just felt a weight of my family history. Or my, I just felt a weight like, if you get a chance to like sneak in the room, you gotta try to do your best because you don't always get a chance to even get in the room because a lot of times they slam the door. So this is new for me because I don't like to not know things. I don't like to be on not on top of my game. I don't like to not do stuff right. So this is stressful when I don't get it right the first time. I can't give up. I have Vanessa Skillman. Oh, I cried. <laughs> there, there was no, I was on the verge of tears. Like I cried. There's like a lot of pressure whenever you're doing it. There's pressure on yourself because you want to be a good advocate. And then there's pressure, I guess, from like all the external things because it's like, I want to do well. I want to do well in this course. I want to like show that I'm good. But looking back, I wouldn't have changed anything. So I think it's important to mess up because it's important to mess up now in something that doesn't matter or affect anyone. So that way you can be a better advocate and attorney later on when your client is actually relying on you. We know how hard you work, kind of like a little bit of a hell week. Thanks everybody for coming out. We went to seven competitions last year, our team this year. We're going to go to eight competitions in the fall. I truly believe that our time is now. I know that Jason believes it, Maritza and Deb and all the coaches. We believe that our time is now. But to our two L's, before I tell the three L's where they're going, every single three L will tell you the same thing. They sacrificed a ton for their personal development and for their team, for themselves and for each other. You have to be able to do the same thing if you want to be great. And we start working, you know, Monday. So uh, for the National Trial League, representing us there are going to be Kenneth, Robin, Sergio, Will, Stephanie, and John. The uh, Battle of Experts is the, uh, the next competition that starts up. We're going to be represented by Andy V, Jasmine, and we're going to do something special. We're gonna add Cole to that list. The witness for us, he's only got one year, 
but you all saw him yesterday. He's earned that right. We were waiting for yesterday to make this final call. I'm gonna have, I really wanna win. I, I wanna win all of these. Those are our competitions. Two L's, I'm really proud of you. I'm happy to be your director, your coach. I want you to work really hard. These three L's have set, they set a stage for you. So uh, let's get to work. Let's work hard, let's work smart. This last week is nothing like what I'm about to put you through. This was like hell preparation week. Work, stay with me, stay with us. All right, congratulations to all of you. Let's have a great year. Congratulations. <laughs> Law students across the country are saying goodbye to their friends and family and their free time. It's all about the team and the case. That is a great murder scenario for a mock trial because it's not your obvious premeditated murder. That was not supposed to happen. When they're done beating him to death, I think the De Niro character sort of says to the Pesci character, what'd you do? That's next time on Class Action. Class Action is a production of iHeartRadio and Sound Argument. Created, produced, written, and edited by Kevin Huffman and Lisa Gray. Executive producers are Taylor Shacoin and Katrina Norvell. Additional story production by Jennifer Swan, Kristen Cabrera, Jason Foster, and Wendy Nardi. Sound design, editing, and mixing by Evan Tyre and Taylor Shacoin. This episode had additional field production by Kristen Cabrera. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.